the Blaze Radio Network. On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. Let's talk about this with Eric Cedillo. He is the founder of the law offices of Eric Cedillo. He attended the University of Texas at Austin, where he received his undergraduate degree from St. Mary's School of Law, where he obtained his Doctor of Jurisprudence. For nearly a decade, Eric has been a member of the adjunct faculty at the SMU Dedman School of Law, where he has run the Consumer Advocacy Clinic. Mr. Cedillo, welcome back to the Chris Salcedo Show. Hey, Chris. Thanks for having me. All right. First off, your take on the law that was just signed into law uh, by, by Governor Abbott. What do you think? Well, you talk about the, uh, the legal challenges or the uh, actual lawsuits that may be filed. I think there's a couple of ways in which it's going to be attacked, the first of which is going to be with those ICE detainers that you're talking about. Now, in all reality, the actual ICE detainers are civil in nature, and they're actually requests by the federal government. federal government cannot conscribe states to do the bidding of the federal government. As such, they have to be voluntary. So what these things are is telling these local law enforcement, hey, look, we're sending you this. Please comply with it. So actually the sheriffs have the ability to say, well, I want to do it or I don't want to do it. What's happened now is the state of Texas has basically said you must do it. So there's going to be a question, I think, of whether or not these local authorities have the ability to assert the Tenth Amendment, saying, hey, federal government, you can't really conscribe us to do these things. And through the Texas legislature, that's kind of what you're doing. So I well, think let, that's let, be the let, initial question. Yeah, let, let's let's uh, let's examine that for a minute because you're sure. right. If if this was a federal law that right. was being handed down commanding the state of Texas to comply, I think there would be a good judicial challenge to this. Right. However, this is the state saying this is now the policy of the state of Texas that we will cooperate with right. with detainers on illegal alien felons. So because it is the state saying that this is the state's policy and, you know, it, it, consistent with states' rights that, we, you know, you have the right to either comply or not comply, Texas right. has said we choose to comply. So, right. and, and the state has supremacy over these local jurisdictions. I mean, d- d- does this really uh, stand a, a snowball's chance in Hades of working? Well, that's the, that's the distinction that uh, that other laws, when they uh, assert that the federal government can't do that, this, that's why this is a little bit different, and it's going to be a little closer question, I think, and it's one that uh, that you know, quite honestly, we don't have the answer until it gets in front of a, a federal judge. So, yes, since the uh, state legislature has acted upon it, I think that's on a, a different legal ground in terms of the assertion of the Tenth Amendment. So, you know, we'll, we'll just have to see what happens. Yeah, we have these cases, and I, and I bring up the one about this judge in Oregon. I'm not sure if you've heard about it. She was the one who allowed an illegal alien who was in her court 
uh, a multiple-time felon. He was in her court because of drunken driving, putting the public at risk. And ICE was waiting to deport him, and she enabled the illegal alien to avoid ICE arrest. And he was out on the streets for two more weeks until ICE caught up with him. Then you have, of course, the what happened out in uh, San Francisco County with the, the sheriff's office there request, being requested to hold a man who would eventually be let loose by San Francisco County and kill Kate Steinle. And there are examples all across the country of this. I mean, the, the, the frustration, I believe, Eric, of the American people is why is it that, that certain jurisdictions have the ability to thumb their nose at federal law they don't like and, and get away with it? But if, but if I, as a conservative, or the state of Texas were to say, you know what, that Obamacare federal law, we're not going to comply. How do you like that? I mean, at the end of the day, there has to be a recognition of what, of what the federal supremacy is. And I'll, and I'll take you back to Arizona. Arizona, where they said, we just want to help the federal government enforce immigration law. Obama said, no, we don't want your help. And they sued Arizona on this because the federal government has exclusive purview. When, when do, we, do we say to these elected leaders, and, and by and large they're Democrats, uh, that you, it is not okay to thumb your nose at federal law. Well, you know, you have to ask the question, what exactly is the federal law? And, and, and there is no doubt that there are federal laws. U.S. Code uh, 8, 1373 requires, it's federal law that requires the sharing of information, the allowance of immigration into our jails to pick up individuals. But the question uh, in terms of whether or not this is a law uh, on the detainers specifically, the ICE detainers, which is basically telling the sheriff, you must hold these people after they've already made bail. You must hold them until ICE picks them up. The problem the sheriffs have, in all honesty, it's not just a, a question of I want to protect these individuals. It's about getting sued by these you know, other individuals who say, wait a minute, you have not vetted that in terms of the Fourth Amendment, uh, you know, pr- uh, whether or not this person has any spoken to a judge, received an issue of seizure of this person, things of that nature. It's a civil detainer. It's not a criminal detainer. A criminal detainer by the federal government is going to be honored every time. Uh, this is civil in nature and voluntary. So that's where sheriffs are like, well, I'm going to get sued if I do this. Additionally, my budget constraints are such that I'm going to have to hold this person you know, for a lengthier period of time. And if we're talking about thousands of individuals, where do I get those additional monies? So, you know, it's going to be something that needs to be kind of uh, fleshed out a bit more. But in terms of them actually violating law, up to this point, the sheriffs had the ability to do that. Right. In terms well, of the Eric voluntary Cedillo. nature of the detainers. Eric Cedillo is my guest right now, founder of the law offices of Eric Cedillo. And see, and, and this is... This is the group that Texas is targeting, and a lot of folks are targeting around the country, including the Trump administration, individuals who are multiple-time deportees, multiple-time felons, dangers to the community, but these individuals are being let loose back on the streets by the previous administration and by more left-leaning municipalities uh, because they are making the call as to what is really a serious felony and what is really not a serious felony. And my, my question to you is, is it in their purview to make that that decision or is it above their pay grade i would rationalize it's above their pay grade well in all honesty up to this point it was within their purview uh, now that the Texas legislature has spoken, we're going to have to see what uh, what it is they can do uh, or what it is they're ha- what is happening. I think uh, the support from the state government is saying, if you're sued for these things, we're going to support you. 
So that might be a different distinction or, or wrinkle for some of these sheriffs in terms of, of what they do. There's no doubt that, you know, the individuals who commit, you know, uh, serious deportees, serious crimes, that, that most people, you know, I don't care how liberal thinking you are, don't want those folks in our country if they're not here legally. I don't think that's a question at all. The question that we really need to get to is, I think, for these local sheriffs, not so much protecting these individuals as how do we give them the tools to you know, do it properly. Uh, so I think that's the big question that some of these sheriffs, lo- local sheriffs, you know, in the state of Texas, you know, we honor these detainers at over 90%, which is much higher than any other state in the country. Uh, and and twice as many you know as California, which is the second in terms of uh, you know in terms of the actual honoring of ice detainers. Uh, Eric, you know uh, uh, the, the last measuring stick I want to use for, for compliance with the yeah, law yeah. in Texas is the state of California. That's for sure. Eric Cedillo, everybody, he's the founder of the law offices of Eric Cedillo. Always appreciate your time and expertise here on the Salcedo Show. Absolutely, Chris. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951. The Blaze Radio Network. On demand 